Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Grab It Quick News. Guys, this is the last episode of season three. We have had so much fun together. We've laughed together. We've cried together. We've stayed positive together. I want to give a big thanks to everybody who's listening to me. And I also just want to thank everybody who's wrote over the last three seasons. Without your letters, this show wouldn't be possible. And without your trust. So just big hoorah to you guys. All right. So let's get started. A gentle reminder, if you're not 18 or older, you should not be listening to this without your parents' consent. Since this is the last episode... My team thought that we should do this last episode a little differently. So let's get ready. Coronavirus could be sexually transmitted by recovering patient, new research shows. This was published May 8th of 2020 at 2 p.m. Eastern Time by Rupert Steiner. The survival of SARS COVID-2 in a recovering patient semen maintains the likelihood to infect others, the study warns. The coronavirus disease, also known as COVID-19, could be transmitted through sexual intercourse, a new study has concluded, prompting fears of a new way the disease could be spread. The virus was found in the semen of a small number of men who had tested positive for the coronavirus at a hospital in China. Doctors at China's Shangqi Municipal Hospital analyzed the sperm of 38 men and found SARS and COVID-2 in some of their semen. The study was based on a small sample size, so more work would need to be done to establish whether the coronavirus can be sexually transmitted. If so, this would be a worrying development because it means the disease could be transmitted human to human beyond respiratory droplets and contact. The results are at odds with other small studies also conducted in China in February and March, which did not find traces of the disease in the semen of men who had tested positive for the coronavirus. The research, which was published on Thursday on the International Peer-Reviewed General Medical Journey, or JAMA Network, stated, we found that the SARS-CoV-2 can be present in the semen of patients with COVID-19 and SARS-CoV-2 may still be detected in the semen of recovering patients. This study is limited by the small sample size and the short subsequent follow-up. Therefore, further studies are required with respect to the detailed information about virus shedding, survival time, and concentration in the semen. A total of 50 patients were identified for the study, which reported that 12 were unable to provide a semen specimen because of erectile dysfunction, being in a comatose state, or dying prior to the recruitment. The results showed a total of 38 patients were enrolled for semen testing. Of those, 23 participants, 60.5%, had recovered, and 15, 39.5%, were at the acute stage of infection. 
tests found that six patients, 15.8%, had positive results for the SARS-CoV-2, including four of the 15 patients, 26.7%, who were at the acute stage of infection, and crucially, two of 23 patients, 8.7%, who were recovering, which the study warns is particularly noteworthy. If it could be proved that SARS and COVID-2 can be transmitted sexually in future studies, sexual transmission might be a critical part of the prevention of transmission, especially considering the fact that SARS-CoV-2 was detected in the semen of recovering patients, the report stated. Therefore, to avoid contact with the patient's saliva and blood, may not be enough since the survival of the SARS-CoV-2 in a recovering patient's semen maintains a likelihood to infect others. Last month in France, new evidence showed nicotine could be preventing smokers from catching the coronavirus-borne COVID-19, but the data also showed once caught, the disease is more serious if the patient is a smoker. On April 14th, Tuesday of 2020, President Barack Obama comes out swinging and endorses Joe Biden. He had this to say. So here it is. My team wants me to answer these getting to know you questions. So here we go. What is your favorite part of your body? Hmm. The favorite part of my body. Hmm. I'm going to go with lips. I think for a long time, I was really self-conscious about my lips. And in school, I would get teased about, you know, you have DSL lips. And for those who don't know, that's dick shucking lips. So for a long time, I was just really self-conscious about it. Like, oh my God, my lips. But as I've gotten older, as I've gotten wiser, I just love them. I think that without them, I don't think my features would pop as much. So yeah, I'd have to say my lips. All right, question number two. Have you ever skinny dipped with a group? No, I have never skinny dipped with a group. Can you believe that? Over, yeah, I know, right? We got to get on that. Um, I have skinny dipped with individuals. I'll say that. Um, I know for one of my birthdays, I had just like a, a little late night skinny dip situation. And that was super, super fun. Um, but as far as just with a group of people, like four or more or even three or more, hell no, I have not. So I think I'm going to have to put that on my bucket list. I'm so glad we're talking about this right now. (laughs) All right. The next question. Do you think you're a good kisser? Oh, honey, I don't think I'm a good kisser. I know I'm a good kisser. (laughs) I'm telling you, I swear I've never had a complaint. I've never had anyone. And you know what? And I've never had like a silent complaint. You know what a silent complaint is? It's when you guys break the kiss and like you got to wipe your mouth (laughs) because it's wet. Never had that either. So I think I'm doing pretty good. 
All right, so then next question. Hmm, where do I like to be touched the most? <laughs> okay, no, where do I like to be touched the most? I would probably say my heart. Oh, yes, ma'am. Press to him. I would say my heart. I like to be touched in my heart the most because I'm a very sentimental kind of gal. So, you know, the more romantic, the better, the sweeter, the better. I'm, I'm all about that. If you can touch my heart or make me laugh, hey, you could probably get in these panties. You know, that's how the saying goes, right? Okay, so... The next one, if I had a warning label, what would it say? Ooh. Uh, may say, I don't want to say hazardous to your health. <laughs> Could cause a coma, shock. No, I think my caution label would probably be slippery when wet. And I'm just going to let y'all marinate on that because that's what I do. Isn't that nice? All right, if I join the circus... What would my circus act be? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. It would be, a, it's a tie. It would be tie between um, the flying trapeze, because they always seem to be so graceful, and the tightrope, walking the tightrope. I've always thought that those would be really fun. Or maybe be one of those cute girls who like uh, stand and dance on an elephant while it's like doing a circle. Like, that seems, like, super complicated, but super fun, and your outfits are super cute. And you see I'm using super a lot, so I'm down for that. That's actually a good question. All right, next one. Have I ever worn clothing with the labels or tags still attached? Yes. I am an African-American woman. Yes. <laughs> and I don't mean that as a stereotype. I just mean... There was a fad at, you know, in the 90s where everybody had a hat. You know, you got your hat, your little snapback, and you would keep the tag on. So if you were in that hip-hop lifestyle, yes, you have. So um, would I rather be the most popular girl in the world or the smartest girl in the world? Ooh. Can't, why can't I be both? <laughs> Right? Why can't I just be both? Um, ooh, I think ah, uh, I would probably want to be the smartest because if you're the smartest, um, who's to say you know you can't eventually become the prettiest? All right. So then the next question: Do you have any superstitions? I don't know. Superstitions is a weird word for me. Um. Like, you know, that means that that would imply that I'm scared of something. And I've never been, you know, scared of something like that. So, you know, yes, if I have leftover salt, I throw it over my shoulder. No, I don't put my purse on the floor because it's bad luck. Um, what else? Um, I don't put my purse on the floor. It's bad luck. I throw salt over my shoulder. Um, if someone sweeps my feet with a straw broom... Yes, I do spit on the broom um, for uh, two years or more. I did have a brick at my front door for protection. So I guess in a way, would you say that I have superstitions, everybody? Hell yes. <laughs> 
I, but I think everybody does. You know, after you, you listen to this, you know, ask yourself these questions. Do you guys have any superstitions that you do? All right, my last question. If I got stuck in an elevator and were forced to listen to only one song, what would it be? Ooh. Um, I think if I got stuck in an elevator, if it was... Hotel California, I'm going to be all right, because I fucking love that song. Um, And any Luther Vandross, I think it'd be okay. Any Lionel Richie on repeat, you know, that's like my childhood. (laughs) I'm just stuck in an elevator, reliving, you know, when my mom and daddy would have late night parties, playing spades and dominoes. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, that, that would be... Uh, that'd be okay you know have I ever been stuck in an elevator no I've never been stuck in an elevator I think it's terrifying but if you have good music I think that's the whole point of this question if I had good music I could probably you know be a little less anxious for the fact that I am in fact stuck in an elevator all right guys so I've answered the questions again thanks so much for listening to my podcast for three seasons if you've enjoyed this podcast Feel free to refer to a friend, listen to it with others, spread the cheer of Grabbit. But-